Okay, and we'll sync okay. up. Okay. Um, one. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Perfect. Uh, I guess we should figure out what um, <laughs> what we're, we're going to open with today. You know, okay. I, I have to admit something, Graham. And this, it might sound like it's a negative comment about Diablo 3. Okay. But I don't mean it to be such. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but when we play together, there may have been times when I fell asleep. <laughs> Wait, actually? Um, like, like on the verge of like, you know, just like nodding off okay. and then waking up. Um, I, and I don't know why there were at least two sessions we were playing. I was like dead tired and it was like only like eight o'clock. It's not like we were playing at like one in the morning. Um, I mean, it could be a, it's a fairly soothing game. It honestly, it really is. It's very relaxing. So I think that may have had something to do with it. And yeah. it's like, it's like a type of game that you put on muscle memory a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of just get lost in the action. And so, yeah. I mean, that works for an intro. I was just going to think about information on demons, but that's probably better. Oh. Although I did don't really Although know you... anything about that. Uh, um, no, I've only ever seen Supernatural, so. I can't even say that. Yeah. Although I did read the book that um had to do with like the characters in it were going through the nine circles of hell although that's more of a well what's his name that's dante dante right? yeah 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 yeah. dante-esque yeah i like uh, i guess we should maybe start before i start getting into things that i like about depths or the game that's a good <laughs> idea Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Velvet Room Review. Uh, I'm Matthew. And I'm Graham. And uh, as you gather from the intro, we'll be discussing uh, Diablo 3. Um, specifically, if it matters, I'm not sure if it does, the PS4 version mm-hmm. um, with the all the expansions and whatnot. Um, Ultimate Evil Edition, I edition. believe. Right. Um, and I think it's really important to note, Graham, um, mm-hmm. Diablo 3 originally came out in 2012. Yeah. And it stands up amazingly, in my opinion. Um, I couldn't believe it had come out seven years ago when I looked it up. Um, I followed it on and off throughout its kind of journey because like, it shows up on news app uh, publications and stuff. But I think it had a bit of a rocky start, but it's definitely very smooth now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um I know Sorry, that there was a lot of issues with like the auction house and kind of like the transfer of real world currency for in-game items. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Like that's on PC launch, you mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but um, we had... just played the like the main game, so. Yeah, yeah. Um had you have you played the Diablo game before? I have not. Doesn't surprise me. Um one and two came out like when we were in grade one, so <laughs> yeah, I would hope you hadn't have played them at the time. Um, Maybe a little above my age bracket. Yeah, a little bit. But um, 
Yeah, no, I, uh, I really, really enjoyed, uh, this experience. Um, what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I also, I also really enjoyed it. It's like, it's funny that you talk about it, you falling asleep, but it's, it's a strangely soothing, like relaxing game for the content and what you're doing. Like, like the hours just kind of slip by. Yeah. uh, You're just, you're killing monsters and getting up streaks and pausing to check equipment and yeah no it's a, it's just a very satisfying loop satisfying game i i yeah it's like the the difficulty of the game is low um at we least were playing on like a pretty extr- like a higher difficulty yeah we upped the difficulty twice because we were like having no challenge at all and um, even even now, uh, the highest difficulty that's available to us, uh, it's not very difficult. Like there are maybe a couple of times where you're like at below half health and you kind of panic a little bit. Um, so in my mind, that's a little bit of a negative in regards to like it doesn't feel like a challenge at all. Um, but at the same time, it does add to that soothing like. Yeah, you can put your mind on autopilot. Yeah, 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 exactly. And just take it all in. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, there are, are lots of difficulty uh, levels in this game. Uh, most of which are locked behind, you know, ma- a max game. level. Um, but I think there's something like at least a do- dozen, no, if not like 15 difficulties. Yeah, no, it's the game has, I know it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a forever game. You could play mm-hmm. it for as long as you really wanted. And each difficult, like, we didn't even touch on, like, I briefly played a bit of the seasonal game. Okay. Like, I started up a character and played a couple hours in the seasonal, which is supposed to give you, like, additional bonuses and items and stuff. I didn't really notice too much of a difference, although there's, like, achievements you can get in-game. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, we... We unfortunately didn't, because, well, we'll get into this bit more, but we didn't get to the post-game. But, um, yeah, you could tell just from the way the game was presented that there was a lot of opportunities for really high-level play. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, like Graham said, we didn't quite beat the game. Um, I mean, we, we were playing, uh, actually as like a trio, we had a, a third friend joining us, um, which was a lot of fun, but it just, yeah. it gets, it got hard to, uh, schedule time into busy schedules to get everything done. So we pretty much finished the first three acts of the game, yeah. um, which is probably about 10 or 12 hours worth of, of gameplay. I would say it was um, about like four or five sessions, I think. Yeah. Yeah. With minimum two hours each. So, um, it was a good it was a good chunk. Yeah. Um and yeah, the game does a great job of really making you feel like you're constantly improving and and getting better and and unlocking new things. Um yeah. Just like each level you've got something new to work with almost. Um the the game has a, an amazing like quick equip system so that when you pick up lots of loot, which you will be cuz there's loot everywhere, um, you can use the D-pad to very quickly cycle through um, things you've just picked up 
and say either I want to equip that or I want to adjunct that or if I just want to pass over it for now. Um, and it allows you to better manage your inventory as you get it rather than take up a huge chunk of time in the hub world um, after the mission. That's one of my favorite things about the game, actually. So I remember a couple of years ago, I played a game called Torchlight 2, uh-huh. which is a, it's a similar kind of hack and slash uh, adventure game. I think it's got multiplayer as well. But um, that was the thing. I just got so bogged down with inventory management. Yeah. yeah and that, sure. That's the kind of thing that will make me stop playing a game. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, I'm not very big on like, I got to read all the best stats. I'm I'm very much the guy who's just like, okay, are there more green arrows than red arrows on this yeah. statistic? Yes, there are. Okay, great. Occasionally, I would look for like, okay, you know, am I going to get more experience per kill or whatever? But like, uh, it was primarily just what's the best stuff I've got right now and just keep upgrading and upgrading. So, yeah, uh, the game is very conducive to to that. Um, there's lots of different armor class, armor types, weapon types, and lots of different, uh, bonuses that can stack if you want to build like a particular way. So, yeah, the game is particularly dense. I found, especially with stuff like that, like it, it's very, um, open about all the stats that is modifying and that, um, there were some things that I found a little bit challenging and overwhelming at first. Okay. Like, um, the purpose of the the upgrading, like you could, there's the blacksmith and you can upgrade it, and there's a three different vendors and there's um like all the different stats, which you know for the most part made sense. Um, the thing that actually probably confused me the most and that I had to look up was I played a monk, and mm-hmm. I was very confused as to the difference between using two weapons. Or using like a sword and a shield, or, um, or like a two-handed weapon, and like what the difference in terms of power and speed and all that was. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it makes sense once you think about it, because it's if you're using two weapons, you um, basically alternate weapons, and so the damage, um, like the DPS damage per second, is right essentially. St- like bounces back and forth right that makes sense but it also affects like the speed of your attacks in other settings like even elisha he was a or should we uh whatever our other guy he um (laughs) (coughs) sorry i've got a bit of a cold he was a spellcaster and he was you like he they still equip weapons and he the difference in him equipping a fast weapon and a slow weapon in terms of the speed of his attacks it was mm-hmm. like it was pretty drastic yeah so it's almost funny like they give you so much information but there were some things maybe i just needed to look for them but they weren't quite as clear but yeah i think i think our first session when you like really onboard a lot of that info like we were playing uh, couch co-op Mm-hmm. And so um, it really is is bogged down in that regard because only one person can have the menu open at one time. So it's like, all right, I got to just do what I got to do real quick and not really read into it or really take into account what I'm equipping. Mm-hmm. And so I think by like our second or third session, when we got more used to um, the inventory system and uh, what those things meant, 
I think they kind of came a little bit natural, but you're right. There's a lot of like upfront info. Yeah, we definitely got into a groove in the later ones. We would do a dungeon and then hop back to town to clear out our inventory and Mm -hmm. upgrade. And yeah, no, it was a pretty and figure out our new abilities, which also we started to get to the point where we weren't really unlocking new abilities, but just modifiers for those abilities. Mm hmm which also made it a little quicker like to uh to manage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cuz you got like I found I got really used to certain abilities and like yeah, I like just that wanna, horse one and Yeah, and I would just want to use those and like build on those. Like maybe I'll try out the new one I just unlocked, but I normally like probably you know, by our third or fourth session I found the abilities that I liked and wanted to keep with, stick with. So Agreed. Um Another aspect I really love about this game is the the quick uh, loading times. Like oh, loading man. into the game, joining a game, um, it's honestly seamless. And um, a huge benefit would be like if if the three of us are in a dungeon and all know my inventory is full, I can just like skip back to town. You two can continue on. I sell all my stuff and I can teleport right back to you with virtually like no loading time. Um, and so, honestly, sometimes it was like we got separated, and it was like, uh, well, it's gonna take me longer to walk to you than <laughs> to, you know, teleport back to town and teleport to you. Yeah, it was. It's pretty impressive. Like it's a pretty impressive feat of engineering. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it just kept things running so smoothly, right? Because, um, because then we could then we could feasibly split up and cover more territory if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um. Or, um, you know, we weren't having to wait uh, necessarily um, for one person if they had to go to the washroom or if they had some sort of, I don't know, baby emergency like I might have. Um, so it was it was really useful. And then you could just leave your character kind of AFK and the other two continue to play um, without any issue. Um, so, yeah, honestly, it's 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 very, very impressive. Um, uh I don't know about technology, but the engine or whatever that uh, that kept the loading times so so little, um, and the game so seamless. Yeah, and it wasn't even like it's like really simple environments and really simple enemies. Like there was a substantial variance in the terms of enemies that we fought. Mm. Like mm. even all the way through the third act, we were fighting new enemies and in new places, and it that, um, kept yeah, things that, feeling very fresh. That was very impressive. Um, I would argue, like, I I can't think of many recurring enemies outside of, like, the, like, act to act, you know, um, or even within the acts, like, you're constantly fighting a different, maybe not, like, entirely a new enemy, but, like, the, the design looked different enough that it felt different. Um, yeah. like, I can't really think of any moments where I was like, hey, that's just a recycled zombie from act one, um, you're fighting everything in this game from zombies to gorgons to to demons to goblins to spiders and on and on and on and on it never stopped yeah yeah no it's um it's a very impressive game in terms of scope mhm yeah. um I, the one area i think it might fall flat a little bit is in regards to the boss battles yeah especially um, with three people we crushed most bosses without a, without an issue. Yeah, and and like 
for sub bosses or whatever, that's that's kind of fine. But like big bosses like Belial, um, which felt like this like this really large hyped con- up. large conclusion to Act Two is almost like done in sixty seconds type thing. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, not like like we would just kind of have a combo that could stun them and um, slow them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. I could stun. Um, our other guy could slow, and I don't know if you did any stunning or slowing, but yeah, like we were just able to keep him in the corner and pummel him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's not a lot of side quests. There really or, aren't. It, like, yeah, you're not bogged down with quests. It's just go here, do that. It's very straightforward. Yeah, I like it, to be honest. I really do like it. There's there's no, like, fighting about where we're going to go next, or we're just like, okay, well, this is where we go next. Yeah. Whereas in, like, a game like like Borderlands 3, for example, it's like, or earlier Borderlands, it's like, okay, we could go to the next area, or we could finish up these five side missions before we move on, and um, this game, you don't have that problem. It's just, oh, you beat Act 2. Please continue. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so. And even, like, in terms of cutscenes or character interactions, um, they're either simple enough that they're not too much of an issue if you skim through them, or the fact that you can skim through them at all, or even sometimes you can move while people are talking. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of elements that you just don't have to, you don't have to worry about. I do have a little complaint about okay. that. Um, so there's a lot of, um, dialogue happening while you're playing the game, like uh, exposition between characters, um, that you can skip, but other players in your party can skip the dialogue for you. That is, yeah. (laughs) I was trying to absorb the story and a certain somebody who may or may not remain nameless was just like skipping through all the dialogue options. And for me, it was like, oh, I wanted to hear what the villain was saying there um so i i oh okay yeah i mean not like the end of the world or whatever but it was just like i would have preferred to have control over my own dialogue options because i have control over my own cutscene right it's it's not like you could have skipped the cutscene that i was watching um no but yeah it just makes it hard to take in the story if you have um somebody just hitting circle because they want to move on which is fine and i understand but yeah, the story definitely was a little, a lot harder to follow. Um, in, in co-op, yeah. Well, too, true, because also, like, if you guys, like, there's a chance where you can talk to the NPCs and they have a couple dialogue options that you can learn more about them. But if everyone has already moved on to the next area and you're just kind of standing there talking to the NPC, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's gonna bog them down too, right? Because whatever I whoever I talk to, you're gonna see the dialogue boxes for it too as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So it kinda of bites people both ways a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you really wanted to experience the story, you either have to play with a group of people who really want to experience the story or play on your own. Mm-hmm. Which I have I did do like a couple hours of solo play. It's harder. It's definitely harder. Mm-hmm. manageable but it's harder mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, no, it, it's um, it also depends on what character you're playing as. So I played um, about an hour as my main character, which was like a level 55 monk um, in the current area that we were at because um, I wanted to grind to another level. And that was that was pretty OK. Like I didn't have too much trouble, um, especially just because of the my ability loadout. I was able to do fine. Um, when I was playing solo as a blood hunter for like first five or six levels, it was a lot harder because that was a lot of um, like laying traps and slowing enemies and um, shooting enemies from a distance. Um, it was a lot harder to kind of kite and manage enemies that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you're in a group, you can kind of divide up the responsibilities. Yeah, too. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I played a little bit solo as well. I played as the Necromancer class. Okay. And that class is amazing. Got good coverage. Yeah, um, I, did, I, I did. You have you are you familiar with the Necromancer? No. Oh, it's amazing. Like you can spawn out. Like, um, there are abilities where you have passive allies that are just always there. Like I, you okay. have like five skeleton swordsmen there with you. Um, there's one with you have like um, temporary archers or golems that come up and and walk around with you. Um, hmm. So it, it it gives you that sense of like uh, you've got help uh, there to kind of like distract the enemies. That's uh, nice. Where and so like the first few levels were a little hairy uh, and I was getting quite a bit of damage, but once I got going, it was just like I felt it felt really cool to be like, hey skeletons, just go attack that guy and I'll stay back here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 No, it's got a great feel. Like, a lot of the times you do feel very powerful when you're playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, especially because you're just... I I found a cu- curious ba- balance of I either felt really powerful or really weak. Mm. Um, I, I feel like I maybe complained about that a little bit while I was playing, but... Um, like there were times where, yeah, I felt like I just couldn't match the damage that you guys were dealing. Hmm. Um, and then I got a really good piece of loot and I felt like I was destroying everything. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's an interesting It On the whole, it made me feel pretty powerful, but, um, it's still, you know, provided a challenge in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a game like I that I'm looking forward to just keep to keep on playing. Like I I love a game that I can just throw a podcast on and just play, and this is like a perfect example of that. And I'm gonna have to play a lot of it to get the platinum trophy. Um, so I am I am looking forward to that. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a really a solid experience I find. Um, it. I didn't mind playing by myself either. I didn't feel like I was at a disadvantage, really. Uh, perhaps with other classes, it might feel that way. Um, mm. But then, even then, there's NPC characters that you could utilize um, as well yeah. to uh, kind of help you out there, which is nice. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know, a nice little um, thing for those playing solo. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. then, again, you can kind of delve more into the lore in a, in a solo gameplay with them. Um, and there was a substantial amount of lore, it seems. Yeah, I did some research before the pod, or 
a couple of days ago. And it's it's I was surprised how how much connectedness there is between the third game and the first two games. Um so that was kind of neat to realize, oh, that character is like one of the main characters from the first game. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like um, the angel dude? Uh the angel dude's in the first game, the uh Deckard Kane and like the chapel that you fight in at the start in Act One. That's yeah. from uh that's from that's where you that's the first game. Uh he's huh. in the first game and the chapel's in the first game too. So uh, that was kind of cool, and I I'm a little bit more up to date on the history of the Diablo world. Okay. So yeah. So I guess the chapel being destroyed in the opening is kind of significant. Uh yeah yeah, and and the reveal of like who um is it Tyrael is. What's yeah, Tyr- I think Tyrael is the angel guy. Yeah, and so like yeah, he was a main character I think in two. I know, I know his name had come up before. So, like, even that is, like, a for fans of the series, like, oh, this character that has weight went to... Whereas to us, it was just like, oh, this angel just, like, gave up his angelicood. Mm-hmm. Um, which was still powerful, but not powerful in the event of... Uh, or in the amount of, like, I know this character from previous iterations. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah... I guess that's the thing about this game is that like, it's, it's a very good game and it's very good at what it does, but there's also, I don't know, like there's not a lot to say. It's just a good experience. Um, like, it's one of the thing where like I'm enjoying it while I'm playing it, and then when I'm done, I'm not really thinking about it. Um, mm. it doesn't kind of. I, I like obviously there's there's a lot of room to do like I um I looked up some builds online and it's ridiculous how much detail people go into with um like really detailed build guides and you can customize your equipment and gems and like how to get to the highest amount of damage possible you can do all that but you can also just kind of enjoy the game yeah, and I so appreciate that, because like in I, in other games, I guess perhaps more competitive ones than co-op ones, it's like you have to um, learn builds and you have to maximize, right? Um, it's just like otherwise you're not playing the game properly. Whereas in Diablo three, I felt like I can play the game the way I wanted, um, and just enjoy it rather than the play like the way that like the community would like expect if that makes sense yeah for some reason I'm, I'm like drawing a comparison to league of legends and diablo which i know they're nothing alike um but like top and, down hack and slash kind of well with like different builds and different characters and different uh, abilities right and so like yeah. league of legends it's all about your build it's all about how you build the character and yes this character is a tank but you could build him this way or that way um, whereas like in Diablo three, like for example, uh, Elijah and I did play as necromancers together. Um, after my first session as solo, he joined me and he had a necromancer build that was different than mine. He hmm. was utilizing different abilities than mine, um, which was really cool because we're kind of get, getting more bang for our buck. And it was just, it was purely the preference. I preferred to have the, um, like the necromancer, uh, NPCs helping me out and he had this uh, ability or series of abilities 
that whenever you defeat an enemy, they leave behind a corpse, and you can either blow up the corpse or suck health from the corpse or hmm. do this or that from their corpse. So, like, he was utilizing those skills. I was utilizing my skills um, just on preference, not because we felt like we needed to do that or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, we never we never really communicated, like, I'm going to do this, you're going to do that. Like... <laughs> It was mostly just like, hey, watch this, <laughs> um, which was a lot of fun. So, and who's who's a uh, who's what are those dragon things doing coming out of the ground? Because I would always get confused oh, about yeah, his yeah, yeah. his weird had, like, purple dragons. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's always I always try to attack them, and it would not do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I would definitely recommend this game. Um, yeah, again, it's a it's a seven year old game, but it does not um, does not feel that uh, that old. Um, yeah, so I, I I commend it for um, its last stability. I think it's still like thirty bucks. Yeah, um, it's um yeah, it's still a decent price. Yeah, which, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of bang for it. It also does go on sale. Yep. Yeah, I picked it up on sale, and um, they come like this. The Eternal Collection comes with, or the Ultimate Evil Edition, excuse me. Yeah, I think we. Oh no, this I is think the it's Eternal... on sale for the. Oh, it is the Eternal Collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's I right. I think it's on sale, uh, traditionally for eighty dollars still. The Eternal Collection, really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Was it we... I picked it up for like twenty-seven bucks. I thought it was like seventy percent off, but. Oh, I could be wrong. Um, that's a lot, I think. <laughs> um, I think this is a, 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 a fairly priced at $30 if you happen to get it for $30. But um, $30 yeah. is a good good price. Yeah. I'll have to try out the seasonal content and, and um, the post-game stuff. I look I look forward to us continuing to um, play more. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be fun. So... Um, yeah. Yeah. Um what uh what character would you give it? I think I'm gonna have to give it a kanji. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to hang around with. Yeah, and it's got that like I don't know, con to me kanji has that like um charm? Uh I'm thinking more like just like the aesthetic of like the the rough and tumble aesthetic. Okay. That's what this game kind of has. Uh, maybe it's just because he wears a, his persona had a skull on it or something like that. Hmm. But that's just that's the connection my mind is making right now. Okay. What about you? Yeah. I was thinking more like a Yosuke. Okay. That it's like it, it's similar similar to to that. Um, but it's like you can you know hang out with it for an afternoon. Yeah. Um, you don't have to really get into anything deep. But you can just kind of, you know, hang out with his friends. I think, and I think there's something to be said for like a solid co-op game like this, because like a lot of a lot of co-op games I find these days that are like marketed as co-op, they they I feel that they're more hindered by it than helped. Okay. Um, where it's like you are you need somebody to do this. Like you need a co-op partner to play this game properly. Oh, it's um, like you both need to pull the switch at the same time. 
yeah, yeah. Or like if you're playing with an AI, it's like, oh, the AI or something like that. Um, where it's like, uh, to me, co-op games have just become like, you buy this because you can play with a friend. Whereas like Diablo, I think is a great type of game where it's like, buy this and play it with your friends if you want, because it's a lot of fun, but you don't need them. And uh, <laughs> as somebody who, <laughs> uh, as somebody who likes, like I, I prefer single player experiences generally. I'm not a big multiplayer guy. Um, I don't, I don't tend to get a lot of, um, like, like social interaction out of video games mm-hmm. normally, right? So it's nice to have like a, a fun co-op game that I can bring people in with, um, like once every week or two, and then still play it outside of that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. would recommend definitely. So I think it's on the Switch now too. Uh, came yeah. out on Switch last year, looks like. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it'll probably continue. <laughs> um, so I know there's a lot of controversy with the next iteration and with Blizzard at the moment, but um, it's. Uh, yeah. I think it's. I think it's doing well. It's stuck around yeah. for seven years so far. That's more than most games can say. Yeah. No. It's. It's still pretty impressive. Oh. Yeah. Any final comments, Graham? Um, well, I think this kind of wraps up our our spooky month, our slightly spooky month. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Demons and ghosts. That's that's spooky enough. Yeah. I mean, what else? What else do you really need in a month full of spook? Yeah. Next, next, next year we'll play uh, RuneScape and we can do Vampire Slayer. So we have yeah. our vampires in there. And uh, I guess we can do something with zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like um, Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Well, um, thanks everybody for uh, tuning in to um, this episode of the podcast. Especially Um, if you're listening to it on Halloween. Oh, yes. Um, Hope that you're enjoying your candy. Um, Trick and treat. Yeah. I don't know about you, Graham, but it's going to rain here all day tomorrow um, and snow the day after. So, um, wow, I don't welcoming think in the winter. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get a lot of candy, but that's, that's probably for the best. So, um, I don't need a lot of candy anymore, anyways. So, mm-hmm. but um, if you like the episode, please let us know. Um, tell your friends uh, and encourage them to subscribe. Um, any type of. Uh, any type of my mind went blank. Any comments? type of feedback. That's it. Comments or feedback. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Is appreciated. Um, if you want to leave us an iTunes review, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we regularly post all the new episodes there. Um, yeah, just get in touch with us. We love game recommendations too. We're kind of, I think, winding down this year's games. So we're looking forward to kind of scheduling out next year and and seeing what the new year will bring. So um, definitely. What's that? Oh, I know what's after this. Yeah, okay. Did <laughs> we... Okay, I'll talk to you after the episode about further games. But, um, yeah, thanks yeah. again, everybody, so much for listening. All right, have a good night. <laughs>